welcome, welcome to episode 15 of the Monkey Business Podcast. Today, we have a special episode because we recorded another great episode with great guests, but somehow we had technical difficulties, so we couldn't bring it to you. But we're going to try to bring uh, Queen and uh, Ketsu back next week. So we'll see how we can manage. But here we are, Johan. It's you and me again. Here we are again before Thursday. Again. <laughs> <laughs> oh it is what God. it is. So we normally try to record these episodes on Thursdays. Uh, so this one is on Monday coming out tomorrow. So we haven't really prepared anything <laughs> for this one. So we'll see what comes out. So maybe we should go for like the most humiliating uh, moments of your life, Johan. Uh, which one is like, when you think about the worst moment of your life, what, what comes to mind? I think it was uh, TI6 loss with Cloud9. That was embarrassing. Okay. That was like a big time. That was a big hit. Oof, that was, that was rough. Humiliating and sad. Who did you guys lost against? Uh, we lost to LGD, I want to say. Um, okay. And then I think it was, I mean, LG, FY, was, was he in Vichy or LGD or that? We lost to... I think he was in with RTK, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, you could be. And he stole Egg twice with Rubik. We had Phoenix. A lot of stuff happened, man. A lot of stuff happened. Also the tournament before, but oof, that was like a... That was a game changer. Mind, mindset changer for sure. And LGD getting destroyed into their own tier 4 towers. They soul rip up as much as they can for Remy to keep them alive on the front lines. It's going to be a team wipe in favor of Cloud9. LGD, they'll probably lose racks at this point. 20 minutes later. LGD will take the mid racks. Cloud9, they're backing up with their tail between their legs. They're going for the GD push. Cloud9, they're losing too many people. And Envy, he's in a nice coffin of death of LGD. This will be GG. There is no more defense. That's but hey, you live and you learn what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? Yeah, I think that the, the line from, uh, what is the Dark Knight? I believe whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. I think for me it's that one. I don't know if it makes me stronger or just weirder as time goes by. Sometimes both, you know, you get smacked in the head, then funny things happen. <laughs> and what is the most humiliating day out of Dota? Come on, some shit has happened in your life. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think it was the community pool. Um, and I was with my two friends and, and we we're teenagers. And I don't know, we always tease each other, right? Like everybody, everybody was, uh, was a target at some point. And that's just how <laughs> it was. And that's, that's good. That's fun. Um, and I remember going in. And then we had like somehow agreed to do skinny dipping, even though it's a community pool and it's like, no go and whatever. <laughs> and when I went in, they had gotten their trunks and taken mine and like thrown them on the roof and uh, somebody had to climb up and get them. I think they ended up doing it. Yeah. Neighbors were also unhappy, but hey, fun, fun uh, and embarrassing. Good memories. Very cringe. How old cringe. were you in this one? I think we must have been like 12, 13, something like that. Yeah. Very cringe. For, for me, the, the most humiliating, so many of them. I don't know if I can just pinpoint on one of them. I had a meeting once for 30 minutes without having the person wrong. The whole time I had a person, I was like, I had like a Neville AM and then I had a 12 AM. And I thought the whole meeting, I was meeting with my 12 AM person. And for the whole hour I was talking to him, like he was one person. 
and he was very polite and he never stopped me. But 40 minutes in, I realized that it was something completely different and the person had nothing to do with what I was pitching or talking about. Oh my God. I, All right, well, that's weird. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but like he oh. just took it there, and he was like, you know, uh huh, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that sounds uh -huh. like a good the office moment. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, and thirty minutes is like I really think that, and because I eventually got like, okay, well, well, tell me what your company does and this and this. I was like, yeah, that's not my company. Oh well, you changed the name or you're doing that. It's like, yeah, actually, I think Ouch. you have the wrong person. Ouch! I have a <laughs> another horrible moment of my personal life. I hooked up with the same girl twice. And she doesn't remember hooking up with me the first time. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! I, don't even I met her a year about. later, and she reintroduced herself to that. I was like, "Dude, I, I, I know you. I know who you are." <laughs> you should have, you should have played it off differently. You should have brought up that night, like tried to spark like some memories, but like later on, like later on for two hours, like like that meeting of yours, you know, later on yeah. for some hours, and then like slowly make her make her realize that, oh, why does he know all this? <laughs> <laughs> Johan, my, my, my ego couldn't handle it. I needed to be like, hey, we hooked up. What are you talking about? Wake up. You know? That could have been so much more cringe. That could have been epic, but still, still sad, sad but cringe. I would say on my, on my defense, oh my God. she was interested in me twice. <laughs> <laughs> she was interested the first time and years later she met me again and she I, was interested again. I can just imagine so. you explaining what you do and whatever. And like you, you keep, you stick to the same thing that you've been saying before. And then yeah, somebody's gonna go. Well, I know someone. I, I know someone who, who's done stuff like this or is doing this. Oh man, that's. And then yeah. I was trying to give her excuses, like yeah, maybe it's like oh, you look different. Maybe you shave your. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, sure. And like I look exactly the same. I've been looking exactly the same face, you know, for fifteen oh, oh years. Oh my god, it's okay. Uh, uh, I think yeah, people, fine. I, I think a lot of people wouldn't recognize me. I'm thinking if I went or like at least right away. If I went back to see like old yeah. classmates or something, people that knew me before long hair. I don't think they will recognize you right now. Yeah. I barely recognize you. Oh, yeah. In the TI9 <laughs> photos or videos. Hmm? You look like that a, from already? TI9? Much younger. You look younger. Yeah. You look younger on TI9 with the yeah. short hair. Yeah. 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 I mean, I do. I can make myself look younger too. If yeah. Just get, get the stops. I actually was very surprised when I first met you that you were much taller than I thought you were. Because I always saw you on the on camera and, you know, and, you know, I have days with gamers. I always felt that they're shorter <laughs> because of the amber angles and all that. The reverse Joe Rogan experience. He's <laughs> <laughs> you always so short. He's so, so short. He has a massive head. It's yeah, massive head. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he should join me in Titoan's club. Yeah. Big heads. Yeah. yeah. That would be one of very embarrassing story. Um, I don't know how weird we're going to get on the podcast, but... You know, I'm like talk intolerant. about my statue. Okay. Like those? No, so you know that I'm lactose intolerant. So I have yeah, a yeah. bunch of stories about me eating ice cream or eating cheese and then having to find quickly places. Uh, to You've use told the me many stories. I know. Yeah. I've heard many of stories. Yeah, many, many stories. And you've seen some of them. <laughs> and yet, yet you just keep munching down the chocolate, the milk chocolate. Love it. Just keep oh, munching. Love it. Mm -hmm. Love it. I mean, I would have a really hard time giving up chocolate. Also, like yeah. occasional milk chocolate. I would have an extremely hard time. Dude, that is one of the highlights in life for me. Chocolate! 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 Oh. And pizza. Or mint I love chocolate. Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza's good. I think I would want ultimate happiness. I would want at least 20 pizzas a year. 20 pizzas a year. That sounds at least. 
like a low go, number, yeah. It's relatively low, you know, but at least, yeah, yeah. So yeah, in, in Lisbon, we have like, a, like an oven to make pizzas, and it's amazing. But every single yeah. time Johan makes pizzas, I have to time it where I don't do anything else for the next 30 minutes because whatever I needed to do won't get done. So <laughs> it's, just, it's just about scheduling, Johan. My lactose intolerance is just about scheduling. Yeah. And it sounds like a bit of pain. We also did the Tabasco challenge again uh, yesterday oh, at, Easter, no. at dinner. Okay. Yeah, yeah we, we have a, excuse me, I have to sneeze. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's one type. Ah, duck. Um, so after Easter dinner, I think everybody was having like a bit of a food coma and we have a hot sauce called I.I. And the I reason I think it's called I.I. is because it makes you go I.I. I.I. It's mad. Like we, I think I put two to three spoons on each spoon and four of us had it. Um, and wow, like every time for me with this Tabasco, if I do three drops or more, my spoon had three drops or four. It, it's, it's so intense. It starts ringing, ringing in my ears and I get the uncontrollable hiccup after like five seconds and it just gets increasingly worse for like 30 seconds and then it starts easing off a bit. But wow, that is, is so intense. Three drops. And I think myself yeah. relatively tolerant for uh, Scandinavian, yeah, you know? you can tolerate uh, spicy food. Yeah, Does yeah, it burn yeah. twice? I think it goes in and it comes out. No, you need a lot more. And I even think, oh. like, I have even theories to this, but yeah, and experience. Um, I think Indian food, and when you have like bigger meals with an, a lot of chili, that's going to make your intestine not be able to take care of everything, you know? When you actually just overdo it, like literally with a mouth, because I think in, I think the body is very good at absorbing. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's also. Build up thing like you become better at digesting it after eating more of it. Like that's how it is with most most people. Travel stomach, dogs, all that stuff. Yeah. Should write a book. Theories of chili shits. Mm -hmm. Shits. Yeah. I think that's a book that I will probably read, especially mm -hmm. if you write. I mean, I think we've speaking told of story uh, before, chili but... shits, you want to talk about? Oh. My... <laughs> speaking of chili shits, <laughs> talk about the okay, where are you going with this? <laughs> I can see your statue. Sorry, it's just my camera is blocking the statue. Oh, I see, I see. No, no, no. I was just... Let me see. One second. Let me just minimize my camera. So Misha got me this. He got yeah, me this what? In the, what uh, is that? from the mall. Yeah, I have no idea. It has like tiny seashells at the bottom. I kind of like it. Even the smallest wiggles on the table kind of makes her wiggle. I think it picks up on the camera slightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's some fire goddess, chili shitter. Oh, chili shitter. That's what Misha thinks that is. Okay, Johan needs a present. Let's give him a present. I like it. You know? I like a... it. He also got me like the statue, yeah. um, some old Greek Roman head type deal, but then it's carved okay. out in the carved out in the middle. So you're supposed, I think you're supposed to plant some type of vine or bushy, um, bushy thing and kind of give it hair. So yeah, we're gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. How are the boys doing? I mean, you've been there for with them for like poof, a few months already. Yeah, no, they're doing good. I think they found. Nice balance and routine. They go out, you know, they go to the movies, they go to the cinema, they go, they actually, really? yeah, they get shit done, oh, go wow. out and buy a phone. They force themselves to, yeah, have many, many sorts of activities, play a lot of ping pong. Uh, we recently bought chess. I don't know if they've played yet, but I think they would okay. quickly pick up on that. I think it's hard enough now to put up the volleyball again. Um, okay, get the M -God, M God back on the field, Misha, volleyball king. <laughs> <laughs> I think the neighbors will soon hear that it's volleyball season. <laughs> a lot of screaming is going on in this game. Uh, it's fun. It's fun. 
I just watched them. Did you watch them today? They just played the Scream Spirit. Oh, what a game. It was a 55 minute game. I've been just biting my nails right before this call. Mm, no, I haven't. Incredible game. I haven't I'll seen send you the link no, later. I haven't seen. It was great. Yeah, it was really, really great. And yeah, I, I, I love the vibe. It's just feels so different from the old roster in many ways. There are some elements that are very similar, but I feel like the energy and the enthusiasm is very different and very welcoming. Yeah. No, man. It's a great team. It's a fantastic team. We have one more game. One more game tomorrow against Entity. Entity? Entity? Yeah. yeah. The old Wave Creep. Yep. Creep Wave, sorry. <laughs> wave Creep. Wave Creep? Wave Creep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. It's, it's hype. Was it's a do or die for for them or does it just send them into a tiebreaker with secret or how does I it think go? It's, I, think, uh, I think it puts them down already. It's super important the game for us. Super important. Yeah, it is for us, right? Oh. Because we will only yeah. be able to contest first if we win and Gaming Gladiator win and they have to play Liquid April 20. And if Liquid actually win, they could go to 5-2. If we lose Correct. That puts us all at 5-2 and we're playing for 1-2-3. Um, well, that's hype. And Entity are tied with Brame and Brame have to play Tundra. And Tundra really want to win uh, because that will yep. put them in top four over Secret. Secret have no more games left. Incredibly hype, actually. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, everything's going to be decided oh, the yeah. last day. Popcorn tomorrow. Popcorn tomorrow. All right. No, no, no. Hype, hype, hype. Oh, yeah. It's going to be amazing. Okay, what is your read? I mean, right now, this podcast will come before the games, actually. Is it right, Mav? Yeah, this podcast will come out before the game. Okay, so Johan, what is your... Break, break this game down for me. What's going to happen? Or how are we going to see it? Wait, how are we going to see the end of the bracket, you mean? Yeah, how do you see this game against um... Entity? How do we face against Entity? How do we match against Entity? Oh. Sorry. Oh, us, oh no, we're going to smash him. We're going to win. So that's that's great for OG. You know, we're going to go 6-1. <laughs> and then the question is going to be Gaming Gladiators versus Liquid. If they can tie up, they'll have to probably play for 2-3 and three as well because of points, right? Um, so, that's very hype. And that's going to happen because that's hype when we get more Dota. And Tundra are going to lose to Brain. Brain are actually going to win. Mm-hmm. And they're going to tie themselves with Tundra and with Secret. It's going to be a three-way tie for making it to the major um and well sorry entity they're gonna have to get relocated guaranteed <clears throat> if if entity loses and brain wins then entity and enigma are out completely yes yes, yes. i mean their division and team. then it means that all and the teams brain can go will to the be major. tied with tundra oh. and secret oh my god a lot of ways on the brain game like that. <laughs> So who do you? There is also the there is the potential for you play for relegation if Entity do beat us, then yeah. Um, then there's a four way tie, right? And one team will make it to the major, and one team will get relegated. Uh, relegated. Oh my God. <laughs> if those things, if if yeah. Graham also beat Tundra. Incredibly. Who do you have, gaming or liquid? Uh, what? No, I said liquid. Liquid's gonna the win, liquid. of course. It's hype. Yeah, backs against the wall. Sai is so handsome. Okay, so if Liquid wins and we wins, we are number one directly. And then they have to play for two and three. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be Good great, too, because there's the best team win. so many points. There's like such a discrepancy between the 400 of first and 240 of second. Uh, Easy points. I was looking at the, at the points uh, of the qualifiers last, last, uh, last year, and I think that the last team was 800 points. 
I know it's different because we didn't have major one this season, but 800 points will will have. We only had 60 for the first round, and 400 we put on 460. So I mean, it's pretty necessary here. We'll see. No pressure. Hell, Mayo. No who cares? We have always the open, the close qualifiers. You know, that's that's the hard part is not getting to TI. <laughs> hard part is winning TI. At TI. At TI. Well, so far it seems to be pretty hard to get to TI as well. Lol, never tried, never tried missing one. So what do I know? <laughs> Dude, and what's gonna happen with Kuro in Division Two? Have you spoken to them at all? Or traded messages? No. No. I hope uh, no. I mean, I hope they make it through the because Division Two also get their own qualifier. I I hope they make make it through. Uh, they there's. There's no chance that they can play themselves into any points. So right. um, the only thing is if they stay in Division 2, they can play the close and have to jump from there to the... Because I, I think the close qualifier has more slots, right, for TI and take some of the Division 2 teams that play each other. So the close qualifiers um, will have first Division 2 and then Division 2 winners. So we'll have to all the Division 1 teams and then, yeah, maybe two Division 2 teams, something like so that. There's, there's a close qualifier um, on Division 2 first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, that's the route, right? That's the route. You're going to have to go to get to TI if you don't have enough points now. Yep. Um, Alliance is back. Yeah. I mean, I have no, I, I don't have so much doubt that Nigma's going to get there, uh, yep. get to TI. Um, well, who else is a great contender for TI from Europe that's not one of the obvious? I mean, Tundra, Secret, Liquid, OG, well, I guess Gaming Gladiator, and Nigma. Who else could be like a really good? For me, it's hard to say what happened to TI, but right now for the major, I think gaming and us were in a different level than the rest, I think, from what I've seen. But Liquid, they have really, really good games sometimes. Really, really good. Yeah, Liquid will be good. Liquid will be good. Have you been seeing the NA uh, DPC? Um, EG defeated I've, Quincy, yeah, yeah. but then... I mean DSM yeah, yeah, yeah. beat them uh, two days ago. I was messaging Moon, super excited for him. Yep. So they go first. Now, no, they have to play Quincy then. Now, themselves. Oh, excuse me, excuse I me, am. Quincy. Oh, yeah, there's actually the potential. So this happens uh, last year. I think it happened on the last major that EG beat Quincy, TSM beat EG, and Quincy beat uh, TSM. So the, the matchup is a very interesting matchup between the three teams. Oh shit! I read it wrong. That's incredible. Three-way tie, two slots. Yep. Oof, oof. It's happened a few times. That's already. also very hype. They're, they're really good. The problem is that besides those three teams, the rest is a big drop-off between three and four. What's going on in China? Let's see. Here. Ooh, in China, uh, IG didn't make it to Division Two. So Division One, sorry. So they're stuck on Division Two. Oh. Goodness, no way. Yeah, yeah. Both, of them, both of the teams. They have IG and IG uh, Vitality. Oh, IG Vitality yep. even when, when less. Oh, boy. Who qualified from Division 1? I haven't been following Chinese teams. I can't. It's just the schedule is upside down for me. So PSG, they qualify for sure. Right. Yeah, they're the only ones. They drop only one map. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're seeing on my screen. And just to go back to... So show all the rest here. Western Europe, incredibly intense. Yeah, this one we saw it. Mm -hmm. Potential for everything. Mm -hmm. Math can always find this video back. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And China, LGD is the only team that qualified and they have a 10-1. Who is in, who is in RNG right now? Who is in that team and never give up? Uh, so they have Sumnus, Chalice, Xnova, oh. um, the old LGD, and then... Who is the carry player? The one? It... I don't know him. Yeah, I don't know him. Is he a new player? He's new. Yeah, it must be. He was in Nubi in 2018. Um, uh, I have not seen China this year. I've, I've seen all North America. I did see North America. And I haven't seen uh, SCA either. Yeah, yeah this no, one. SCA, look at this, guys. We haven't this is super, look at this. super hype. Oof. So Quincy can take a game from TSM. AG will most likely beat Team Dog. They all end up 6-1. Yep. And then they have two slots, three teams. Not enough room for all of them. And Southeast Asia. Boomer Fnatic already qualified. Lars, T1. Ooh, T1, they're struggling. What is it? SMG. What game is T1 half left? Fnatic. They're playing Fnatic. I saw Thunder Predator qualified, um, but I haven't mm. seen Biscos play this and, year. Oh, Biscos, they have to play. They only have a. They only have Thunder sense. Predator. Funny enough. Yeah, they can lose and then Korea won't. No, they don't have a game. Uh, oh, yeah, they would just be tied. I understand. Ooh, that's going to be a very cool game because if Beast Coast loses to Thunder Predator, they have to play with the other team. And if they win, they have to play the tiebreaker. So they have to play twice. You saw Alliance came back to Division 1? Yeah, yeah, so we got owning. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see the last game against Tekken Fighters. So I don't know. That that was like the important game because that's where the two teams are were in contention. Alright. But I haven't been watching them. It's really like unfortunate that when you go to Division 2, I really hard to follow your games. I don't I, I haven't watched any of the Division 2 games in Europe. I think I watch only a couple. I watch quite a bit of shit. Hmm. It's it's crazy how I do see the Arcos game. I see Arcos games. Even though they're Division 2 in North America, but I haven't been following the European. And what's going to happen with the CIS region? Do you have Dude, any guesses? Yeah, I have no idea. No, I, I, I don't even know. I think everybody is just anticipating and waiting for the world to kind of adjust, I guess, or come up mm -hmm. with something or the thing gets resolved. Because if not, I don't know what Valve would do. I don't know what. TOs would, would kind of like how things would transpire um, because right now it really sucks to be a player with a Russian passport. It really sucks to have Russian passport and it really sucks to also be I mean, Ukrainian um, having to live, a, live in a war or, or flee the war and, and, and trying to focus on, on your life, you know, uh, you just got evicted. So it's, yeah, the world just got really hard for for some reason and and entire entire region got hit but of course now you also have yeah the they have there has to be some type of pr from valve about what what's going to happen and like because it's, it's, it's getting close you know ti is not too far um from the major of csgo uh, the only thing that i saw from pgl was that there are specific teams that could not participate under that name yeah. in the major. 
that the players could participate without them. And they were, I think they were specifically yeah, but in Dota, Dota, there hasn't yeah. been anything done, right? Correct. So yeah. it was uh, VP couldn't participate and Gambit couldn't participate, but Spirit could and Force could and a few other companies could. The ones that relocated outside of Russia. But in Dota, they just decided to close the DPC and they in no communication, obviously. I mean, I made my, my position clear in some other places. I don't want Russian teams at all that are connected with the oligarchy in Russia, but players are not the ones to blame. Let them play, you know, under any banner or anything, because they just want to play. And I mean, kudos to Spirit and during the, the tournament in Dubai, you know, they came out with like peace t-shirts and all that. And, mm. you know, no, I don't really want to go into that, but if you are Russian and your family is in Russia and you are talking about the atrocities that are happening, you are endangering yourself. And yeah, so anyway, we have Russian players and we have Ukrainian players all living together in our house. And obviously it's been tense for everybody, but you know, we are all of us very against the war and against the invasion that is happening. So that's that. Uh, to talk about other things, uh, so do you think that I will finally get to go with OG to my first LAN event? I have not been yet. It's been two years as CEO and I still have not attended any LANs with you. I think if you book the flight ticket, it gets cancelled. If you wait until the tournament starts, maybe we have a chance. Okay, okay so I, you should, I haven't you should booked. Try to come. I just bought my mom's uh, uh, the... The, oh, now, the well, then it's jinxed. Then you jinxed it, dude. Now it's, it's getting canceled. <laughs> GG. GG. I think my parents, they need to see it. They need to experience it. They, it's just very hard Everyone when should. I try to explain oh, someone dude. what we do. And, you know, it's very hard. I mean, I have the trouble just explaining what I do for life, for a living, you know, even in my personal life or in my... So you are the CEO of an esports team. So you play video games? Oops, I was muted. I was just going to say, like, I think yeah. it's way more hype than other sports games. Like, I, yeah, I think everybody really should go to a LAN event, like go to a, um, some type of well-run tournament and get that full experience, you know? Because it, like any other game, is way, it's very hype, but I think a lot of games have a lot to offer in terms of that hypeness, you know? Because you get to design a game and make it more intricate and make it more complex and changes all the time. Um, we were just talking about that yesterday too, like chess hasn't had changes, it hasn't had a patch in like 200 years, shit, or more, I don't remember, but yeah, I think that's, that's part of like the great things of, of yeah, video games, I constant have been, changes. I have been to CSGO tournaments lately, you know, when I was there in Denmark with you, mm -hmm. we went to Blast and that was amazing, but for me, the CSGO experience and the Dota experience is very, very different. The CSGO is super hype. And the stadium is hype and on the place it feels electrifying but dota it's just such a different game i don't know it some of my best memories that i have in the last 10 years have been in dota events because you're yeah. all there and you're all nerding out and especially yeah. if you sit down with someone that is either on your same level of dota or higher than you and you can actually talk shop oh it's amazing i learned yeah. so much just sitting next to you and said and just just be quiet you know <laughs> as you guys talk oh have you seen this timing have you seen the bkb and I was like, I mean, no, no, I haven't. You definitely, you definitely have, I would say, more potential for like Symphony of Fails type stuff in Dota. It has like more of a comedic value in a way. Maybe I say that because I'm a Dota player. I don't know. 
but I see a lot of things I would say is like very stupid stuff. Like, and it, it's silly too. Sometimes, you know, silly stuff happens, like blink people blinking over each other or um, things just getting casted and missed like on, on end. Um, it's a game that, yeah, brings out all those kinds of, brings out laughs. It brings out frustration, even watching. It brings out anger. It brings out like uh, aggressiveness. It brings out positivity or yeah, yeah, it brings out a lot of stuff. Dota is such a unique game in that sense too. Bob have done a really good job at also adding more to it, you know? At mm -hmm. least I'm a big fan of like chat wheels and, and sprays and banners and all that. I, love I think it. it's a great addition to the game. I think you should be able to mute basically everything, but I think for the ones who are down to, to enjoy the aspect of the game, should. I think it's a lot of fun. They've been trying to tune, tone down the sprays, the thing that they're trying to reduce toxicity. And they have told us that some of our sprays were a little bit too toxic. So they have not approved them to get into the game. The one with losers was funny. That is, they made a spray with losers, but now we cannot have a spray that you call anybody loser. So uh, I was going to uh, mention something about the, the game that we were talking about. I think that it seems, seems to be such a different game from League of Legends. In League of Legends, you cannot all chat. You cannot say anything. And there is this right, right. level of, they say that, well, you have to be, like even in CSGO, you cannot say anything, by the way, nothing. You get in trouble if you all chat. But in Dota, the viewership experience is so fun because you feel the personalities and you feel the trolling of each other. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I think if anything, like they can just make it by default that you don't, that you, everything is muted and then people have to actively unmute to get the fuller experience that is also sometimes very bullying toxic taunting um but i still think most people would just take it off and and high five each other in the games and put banners down and, and all that jazz like i don't know of course i i, I will see nothing wrong with Valve giving the option to mute everything i i think they should but why take it away if a lot of people enjoy it you know and give them just the option to play with it on or not it, it doesn't add to the game strategically it just adds to the game's value experience and taunting too, and but also rallying, you know? Like we used it mostly for our own team's sake. It rallies your own dudes, it gives them confidence. I remember the point that I was gonna make. So I heard a lot of, you can clip this math later. I've seen a lot of journalists and esports journalists and esports casters that always complain that the Dota fans are very sensitive and they don't like when casters talk down players and they say that they make mistakes. And I, I wanna say my opinion on this. I think that it's not that we don't like it, it's that I don't enjoy when any caster puts down players. Because it's not like, oh, well, this guy only had to press a button and he fucked it up because he pressed the wrong button. I think that when they say that, for me, it's a very reductive way of seeing what just happened. There's 10,000 things that will happen, all of them simultaneously. So instead of focusing on how he pressed BKB and a mistake and he fucked it up, Maybe you have to realize that the complexity of, of the play, you know, is what it needs to be highlighted. The way that I see it is if you're going to throw a pass in as a quarterback between three defenders, it's different than just missing a pass when it's open lane, you know? Uh, so I would like to just add, I yeah. think anyone who wants to criticize and I would say take like the higher stance that they know better, 
needs to be able to back it up usually like one way or another it just sounds awkward you know when you have somebody yelling at you and you just get that feeling that they have no idea what they're talking about and they have no idea themselves whether or not the game was more on one dude or not like if many mistakes happened from one guy if it was truly like a really hard game to play it you need a good analyst for that you need an ex-pro or somebody who can read the game and sometimes I, I think people who are analysts or playing that analytical role they they have multiple ways of doing it and I mean hey people are gonna challenge it you know if it's not true and and be like yo that's 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 crap you know you you don't know what you're talking about because this is about being right or wrong um and it's just a softer thing if you're able to do what a lot of the I would consider very skilled casters also do is always up talk always look at the positives in the game always find those things and keep talking about them and still make it exciting I think a lot of casters feel like they should be talking about mistakes and negative things because some viewers want to hear that but I think that's generally not really true um only bandwagon hate gaslighting type viewers would like it and that's the minority I would say um yeah I can send it maybe yeah. the math. I can send you the, the file. Uh, there is, I mean, Richard Lewis and I have spoken about these and there is other CSGO caster that say, well, in Dota, everybody's just too softy. They don't, the pros get annoyed when we talk about their mistakes. And my answer is like, no, it's just, it's really, really complicated. This I game, mean, just you know? imagine some ELO yeah. two, two K, like 1K or 500 in chess talking about Magnus Carlsen, like, like, like what? Like, are you going to break down the game more than like you need to try and understand what he's thinking, you know? And I think that's the case for a lot of the pros. And I mean, sure, you can go into lower division, you can go into lesser teams and, and, and say that these teams obviously make more mistakes than other teams and try and point, point them out. But when you're talking about like the highest level and breaking, breaking the meta and all those things, and then some dude focuses really hard on like PKB not going off. But, but for example, like the whole Kuro Bane thing, like not getting spells off is like, there was a Reddit post that, that broke that down. Um, can't really explain it, but, but you should definitely go check it out if you're curious and if you know what I'm talking about. Bane was walking into Matumba Man. It was the Enigma versus uh, Liquid series. Doesn't get a spell off and there's like a heartbeat creep and a ward and they D ward and it's impossible for this Bane to get his spells off because of the way Team Liquid's playing as a team. Damage from Miracle is too much. It's a double kill for Miracle. They've got to respect the damage from the Medusa. Something Broken. the back did not do there. As Matsu, they'll put the Satanic the side father trying to hold back the two of them with the bkb miracle steps back up mickey just rolls into his death the damage from miracle is too much it's a double kill for miracle they've got to respect the damage from the medusa something did not do there as matsu he'll put the satanic kuro tries to disrupt mm -hmm. and then kuro gets all that flag and he's like wow that again like, as somebody who understands as somebody who's plays and and has played it's like to, to keep harping on it or to actually like, you know, not realize that, oh, okay, you know, that was actually not easy at all, uh, obviously. And if that obviously for me is like, them, I can say that because I I know I understand the game, but it does feel like sometimes casters and anal, anal, analysts like to still attempt that. And I just don't think they have the credibility to, which just opens up for people to challenge it. I mean, yeah, I agree. I don't take it personal uh, anymore anyway, like... I wouldn't care myself if it was me getting criticized, but I would still have the feeling and probably the right to also just challenge them then on it. I mean, like, you don't fucking know what you're talking about. I know better. Um, and that's just how it is, you know, like, and you can, you can change your ways. 
you can be more like Odie Pixel. Play, cast like Odie Pixel. Well, I mean, everybody, if we could cl uh, if we could clone Odie Pixels, I would order four of them. You know, Odie Pixel will be casting my day, and here we go. He's making <laughs> flipping the omelet. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, just yeah. loves the game. I think that he loves the game, and he actually played enough of the game to have respect of realizing how complicated it is what some of these guys do. Right, because, I think know, so too. Yeah. I mean, there is obviously a difference between Johan and Sepp and the Division 2 team. But the Division 2 team is also much, much better than most casters, you know? Which is, of course. some of them yeah. understand it. It's really hard. I remember, yeah, yeah. look, I mean, I'm going to use an example that we can talk about. TI9, the first game against Liquid. The Spectre not, not buying back. We have to focus the Meepo. We have to focus the Meepo, guys. We have Glyph. I think we can maybe buy time for you. Yeah, I don't want to buy back, but uh, I might have to. Yeah. No, no, no. Look at me first. Just buy time, buy time. Be patient. Oh, I think Spectre doesn't have buyback. Okay, we need to kill ETNH. ETNH right now. Let's just go uh, front and the game. Liquid trying to force out these buybacks. Anna, he's got to buy back. He's still holding on to it. He doesn't have buyback on Spectre, guys. He's not buybacking. Guys, we are going to lose. Yeah, we have to buy back on now. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I know. Finally, the buyback comes out. The ancient is exposed. The ancient's gone down. Ravage, you don't clip. Oh, shit. Hit the drone. Throw, 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 Hit the fucking drone. The ancient's gone down. The Ravage, they're just going to keep hitting on. Liquid, they've done it. Oh, my God. Nice. I've seen that game this week again. I, I watch it. And you know, Spectre is not buying back, Spectre is not buying back, Spectre is not buying back. Okay, the game finishes, you know, and you lost the game. Clearly, clearly, now in retrospective with the game finish, you know, we see it is a mistake. No shit, anybody, my mom can see that game. But in that moment, I understand the whole thought process because he doesn't buy back. Yeah. He comes back to Fountain, you won the game. That's it. You won it. Because if he dies, he No, if buys you back. hear the comms, yeah, yeah, but if you also hear the comms, you I don't think it shows everything on true side, but, but a little bit. You actually hear like me, I think, mostly yelling. I think yes, it was with me a bit, but I was just yelling, like, I got this. They can't push. If they come, I kill them all. No need to buy back. Don't buy back. Don't buy back. Don't Correct. buy back. I will kill them all. I'll get rampage here. I kept being super arrogant and super uh i had a really strong voice whatever and i was clearly very wrong like i completely misread the situation i thought my hero would hurt way more and just be able to, to kill things off right away i was taken back and then anna gets all the flack for that game <laughs> and that just goes to show like again people don't know people don't understand and if they were put in in this situation if they had not put the effort to work and had the talent that some of these guys have they would have been yeah ten thousand miles away from, from what, what what some of these players can do Doing that game is also Seth saying, don't buy back, don't buy back. You know, we got this, we got this, we got this. Like everybody's saying, don't well, buy Seth back. Seth was saying it too. I, yeah, yeah. I just remember like I was saying it very strong as well. Wow. Poor Anna. Oops. Sorry. I actually rewatched, as I said, TI9. It could have been a 3-0. Eh? It could have been. It should have been. I watched mm, all the games yeah, the, other, yeah. the other day, but it's okay. You know, it's a beautiful part of Dota. By the time you wipe them on, on, their, on your base, I was like, this game is done. I mean, I think they had us early on, and I think maybe yes. theoretically they have some timings that can, yeah. they can actually close the game on earlier. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool game, cool game. I could have done more with my ET. Sad. I think one of my favorite things about Dota, and is why I think I love this game so much, is that no game is perfect. There is this is the game of imperfections, you know, because it doesn't matter Amen. how ahead you are, it doesn't matter all that. 
you have to be able to outplay them every time you fight. You know? Yes, more world will give you a more advantage. Or just multicast more. everything. <laughs> that, that's a different option. But it's just beautiful. There is some of these games that is like the game cannot turn around and then suddenly the game turns around. But yes, not only about timings. It's just you suddenly you're trying to get them to fight the whole time and you're it was so beautiful because I, I mean, I, I understand enough because I'm with you guys the whole time. I can't play it, but I understand more or less what you guys are trying to do. And you see how right now our team is incredibly good not giving you the fight. I mean, you see them. They're, com they're so good not giving you the fight the whole time. They're not giving you the fight because they are a little bit different the way that you guys played. We're a little bit more greedy. It's just mm -hmm. they never give you the fight. And it's so hard. It looks like easy, you know? But it's not easy not to give somebody the fight or just fight on the right moment, on the right conditions, on the right high ground, on the right ward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. When you play when you play against a good teams, all all things become very hard, very fast, very difficult to keep up with. I think we might have to do like I know we have to do this better, but I we have to be able to show the fans a little bit better what some of these things that we talk about means. Because I remember just to give anybody an example. So there is a fight that we cannot pick. We're worst. And we're right now not in our timing. But we have a war in a specific moment in the map. And I remember you saying, we have to fight on this war. We have to fight on this war. We have to fight on this war, even though it's not our fight. Because we're not going to fight a better fight than this war. I remember exactly the game. I think mid one was still on the, on the team. It was, we were playing uh, Dire. And remember, he went to farm one of the camps. And half of the team picked up the fight. I think it was uh, the the major tiebreaker with against Liquid. And we didn't pick up Oof. a fight and it turned around because we could never find another fight with another ward. And we never did. We never did. That was the fight, even though it was not the timing. And people were like, oh, why are they picking up the fight? Well, because you're not going to be able to plant a high ward, a high ground ward anymore. That's it, you know? This is your chance. So it might not be the good fight, but it might be the best fight you can pick for the next 10 minutes. So yeah, that is fascinating how teams might think about this. Rough losses. Dota careers just paved, paved in bloody losses. Did you think about these games a lot at night or during your days? Or you were able to wrap them up? Not that one specifically, but there's some that come back to haunt you, literally. Which it's one is like your bigger hand? The Cloud9? They're definitely there. There's one carry out game I had at TI3 with Fnatic, I think it was. Um, what was it? What was it? There's we're playing an anti mage against Mushi. Mm -hmm. No, sorry, Mushi. Mushi. They have profit anti mage. Mushi team. I think it was orange. Um, and we had we had SF. Yeah, yeah, we had SF. This game still haunts me. That was a knockout game for for TI three or four as well. I don't remember, but it was a knockout game. Ouch! 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 Then there's Star Ladder game five. Oh, that one is rough. That one is very rough. We had so many big ultimates. We had like Brew, Medusa. I think they, they had Lycan. Uh, we had Brew, Medusa. I think we also had Enigma or Mag. Dude, I gotta go find that game. We had Doom as well. Big cooldowns. Amazing, amazing game in a way. We messed up big time and it was quite a favorable game for us because they had some useless Lycan. It was really counterpicked. Um, we messed up some ulti's and whatever. I think we had Ravage as well, actually. Something like that.
Kuro in danger now. He can't break this coil. That Ravage is about to come up. It hits on everyone. Every last hero. Light him up. Knock him down. EG crushing through. Another cask onto Big Daddy. Simba in trouble too. That's a dieback on your brew. He can't escape. He's going to fall. Now onto Kuroki. White the wolf against him. It's a dieback for Kuro. And that might just be GG are now looking to throne it and take the Star Ladder Season 10 Grand Finals by storm. Simba goes in, gets a doom off on Arteezy to get a huge chunk of his health pool, but he doesn't care. He's focusing buildings. He will go down once, perhaps. Ravage was used. Universe holding the line. Arteezy still alive. He'll die now. There's your buyback. He's going to rejoin the fight. If they can't kill that creep, they're in too much trouble. Simba dropping now. He's out of the fight, and it's on to the throne. The boys in blue in Kiev. They they got secret by the jugular, and they take home the grand finals. They are the Star Ladder Season 10 champions. Wow, I was so sad. I was so sad we lost. Do you think about the Spirit Games in TI-10? No, 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 not as much. I think TI-10 hit different. Every TI loss I've had, of course, was super painful. They're, they're definitely haunting moments <clears throat> by themselves. Yeah, I mean, losing his favorite as well, tier 6, tier 7, but I felt like there were really good lessons to be taken from them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so in a way, I didn't feel as bad. Uh, I think we got really smart. Like, we, you become the favorite, that means you were good enough. We were definitely good enough as a team to, to beat any team uh, on a good day. That's good to know. And then if for some reason you can't repeat on a day that you need to repeat, that means you weren't good enough at repeating it. But you might still have been good enough to do it. Like town skill, it's not the issue, but you just need to find a way to pull it out when you need to. Like pull it out of the hat, like get yourself motivated, get yourself <clears throat> into the zone. Um Yeah. Yeah. Felt like tier six and seven were good lessons to be taught. So even though they sucked, always sucks. I, I say TI6. I meant um was it TI6? TF5 was with Cloud9. Yeah, TF5 was with Cloud9. TF6 and 7 with OG. Yes, those are the ones. Mm -hmm. 5 was absolute hell as well. Oh my god. I don't I've... even remember which one was the knockout. I guess it was the Rubik Phoenix. But oh my god, that was... Have you seen or revisited at all the TI10 games? When that's it, you played on the stage? No, TI10 and... games? No, no, no. Bro, I'm... I'm uh, break. I'm on break. I, I did watch them again. And oh, fuck. Yeah, uh, pain, slow yeah. death. Yeah, yeah, because when you're high ground, you know, and the the Yules, because you know that Magnus is coming, you fucking know it, everybody knows it. You know it, they know it, the audience knows it, everybody knows it. And if he gets dragged into the tier fours, fuck. All good, all good. Well, I think it's the, that one, it was especially anti... I never had closure from that game, you know? Because I was in my hotel, I couldn't leave the hotel, and you guys were on the stage, and I couldn't be with you guys. So, you know, <clears throat> I was watching it, not hearing anything. And then I see you guys coming back and it was like, fuck. Like, I feel like we've been, it was very anti-cathartic because we were the whole year together. But on the moment of it, it was, I was like 10 miles away. I would have like at least be there, you know? But something uh. funny that I have for you, one of the hardest games that I have in my memory, it was a game that you guys beat EG. It was the tiny EG, remember? The Sumail tiny yeah, EG. Yeah, I mean, that was, just, that was a game we had. Definitely lost. Oh. But uh, 
EG were very stubborn in their way of playing and we just caught waves for like five, 10 minutes even. That's incredible. And they tried for some pickoffs, of course. Tiny going on, on the Spectre a few times and almost getting it, um, but just not enough. Almost. Right. Almost. almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it just ended like with percentage HP stuff. Yeah. yeah. Kind of cray cray. Crazy I Sue think Spectre. that that game probably chases Umel for the rest of his life. I can imagine. I could imagine. That's that was a tough loss. He did almost everything he could that game, and I think his team were very stubborn in like map movement. Um, and there was the there was like, there was two plays, eh? Tricky that he f he fucked up, but he fucked up because he was overcompensating massively because he was. I think the he was himself. overcompensating, and I think yeah. it, he had maybe some reason to as well. <laughs> yep. I don't know what they were doing that game. The map movement was 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 so off. Um, it is what it is. And do you remember? Because we always talk about the ones that we lost, but now let's flip it over. I think that we should not have lost against Team Secret this year, but I think we should have lost against Quincy Crew. <laughs> the Void Spirit Topias game was just stupid. I did not see you guys turning that game around. He was a styling over kids. Yeah. He, he was turned on that game. Yeah, yeah I remember that. And the next one, remember with Dawnbreaker? He decided that he was just going to win the game alone. Yeah, Hobson yeah, yeah. busting Talking out the dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's some good. I, yeah, that's some really yeah. good times. I mean, I also have memories of like an Oracle Tiny game, OPSME. That was versus EGTI nine. Mm-hmm. And it was game two. We were down one game. Um, people were feeling really bad. People were kind of, for lack of a better word, choking. They're definitely underperforming and and feeling very tense and stressed for for the first game and. Thompson was super confident in game two, like the way he was talking and the way he was playing. And he had Tiny, I had Oracle. We made a bunch of moves together and I was tagging along. I was also just, yeah, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. This game is easy. This game is ours. And we just kept killing them like over and over and over with like double, triple, quad nuke, combo, combo. Um, I hit a strong timing. I think that game just revitalized us and I think we stomped them game three. I'm not 100% though. Oh, I do remember a game that haunts me. That was the loss against EGTI8. The first game, I think, where we had the double necro book between mm-hmm. Lycan, Lycan Beast, and we had Invoker mid, and I was playing Sanser or something like that. And they, yeah, oof. As OG are able to get three back in to try and form some sort of a defense, but EG take them instead of Rags. And they're getting healed up by Flash. They're looking EG's to keep going. More kills. They get the ghost down onto Jax. Jump forward. Flash him out with the rocket barrage. Finds Jax. Jax for 80. They're straight down the middle lane. Can they do this here, EG? They've got 25 seconds before Anna's back in the game. They're onto the tier 4 towers. Notel trying to lead forward with the glaive to push the back, but Crit charges in. Keeping Notel head, head back away from the team. EG, they're onto a second influence set. Trying to commit onto the fly, but there's the strike. Chikrit with the bashes, the control. He does get back to return the second, taken down. The agent exposed. EG looking to close the game up. The GG is cool. And Gyro. Yeah, that was the gyro game. Oh my god, this game. Oh my god, that we lost. I had so much intelligence steal. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I guess the losses, they come back more than the win sometimes. But uh, Always, always. I think, so yeah. I used to compete in judo. Obviously not on the same scale or anything. I remember the last fight I lost at least twice a month. <laughs> and it's been 20 years. <laughs> Holy shit. You need to yeah, see someone. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, 
PTSD. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because so you have like in judo, it's like jujitsu, or like you have a part that is standing up and then you have a part on the ground, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was better than him standing up, but I'm normally better than most people on the ground. So when we went to the ground, I decided to stay, but I had a moment that I could get up, but I was like, no, I'm going to beat you here. And then I lost. <laughs> I, yeah, so it was, it was pretty humiliating and I had no one to, to, to blame by myself. Fuck, big games, eh? We've been in a lot of big games. You've been in a lot of big games. What was the game that you would say that it was, because I don't know, what is the biggest game of your life? We could always say TI, you know, the last TI finals and all that. But somehow I think game five of LGD for me didn't feel, didn't feel like the most climactic. I think for me, the most climactic was game four. The PL really? game that you guys were playing. Yeah, because I really thought you guys lost that one. I really thought you, oh. you, you I, I mm. felt game five, you played it really, really well. I felt you got it. You got that game, you know, since the middle. Nah, I, 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 no. I think, I think it's all, all the way around. I think game four, we always had good chances to win, just nature of draft okay. and nature of some of the, I think they could have made it much easier for themselves with item buys on morph and stuff. I'm not sure if he bought the right items for that game. He might have bought good items. I'm not hundred um, percent, but I think the game felt, felt like they could have crushed us with the lead that they had, but for some reason we were, we were hanging in and then I'll plays, I'll plays with Anna and whatever. Um, but we always had a chance that game. I think game five, we have very little chance. <laughs> really? I, oh. yeah, yeah, draft to draft and some other things and like pace of the game. I actually think they kind of had a lot more favor to win that game. And yeah. Um, but Dota is it's like this when you are just really good and you have a solid strategy and you play against even the best team, uh, you can you can always win. You do need some things, but like solid strat and whatever, but you play good and you're given a few tools, you'll take the whole arm. Like you're given an inch, you'll take the arm. What is your best comeback? The best comeback game that you're like, okay, I, I should not have won this game, but I'm very glad that I did. But out of, if I had to play this game 10 times, I don't think we'll like, okay. So let me put the question. You remember the, in, in, uh, in Avengers, you know, I looked at it says, I look at 14 million scenarios and there is only one mm -hmm. that you beat them. Did you, do you have that game? It's like, I will not win this game any more times, even if I played a thousand times, but this one we actually did. I'm probably blinded by my faith in the drafts that we've had. That I don't really see it uh, okay. to that extreme. I mean, probably there are games that are like that and you, you do get the feeling that maybe sometimes you got away with murder and you, you did something and you, even though it was good, it was beatable. Um, but yeah, not too often, uh, I'm left with that feeling because quite often you also just tell yourself or you understand that if you played better, you'd see more clearly whether or not it should work. But if you just play like shit, you don't really get to the theory part of things because you're not executing at all. Um, so there's quite a lot of times if other team or us or both teams at the same time have executed properly that we got really close to like uh, a closer feet, under, a better understanding of the game, but quite often that's a struggle. <laughs> All right. So then I have a more specific question for you. So I think that a lot of the things that you, so I think that there is this magic of combination that I want people to understand that at the end of the day, all the things that you leave as a team will make you who you are. And there is different journeys, you know, that teams have to go through. I think that we right now as a team 
have a specific losses that have taught us, you know, teach us specific lessons mm -hmm. to do. And we're not going to make those mistakes again, but we're going to make all the ones because of those learning things that we make, you know, is you sure. go from one learning to another learning to another learning. But I would also say that, hey, if, uh, if you didn't play well enough, um, you would not have gotten that far in the tournament or you wouldn't have gotten to play this many games or you wouldn't have gotten to play that team or you wouldn't have gotten to the root of another problem. So you always have to strive for the best. And mm -hmm. that is then again, yeah, that's the journey that you, I, I completely agree. I think every human goes through something like this, even though you're not playing Dota, you're still going through this. Everybody goes through it. And you will learn more, obviously, by paying attention, being humble and, and, and trying to learn. You'll also learn more if you keep pushing yourself to be better, you know? And, and once you reach betterment, like if once you get better, you, you'll see more. You'll, your horizon will uh, extend. So then to be specific about what I mean, there is a lot of, you know, the meta in TI is that people sometimes play for not losing more than they play for winning. So mm -hmm. the early, the, the drafts that pick very early is normally not what people choose to pick at TI when the game starts. And if you pick it, you have to have the balls to go and finish the game. Because mm -hmm. if you don't, then you will not do it. And I remember on the game three you had against Liquid, the ones that you're playing the Pagna, it was Enchantress, Tiny, uh, the Grimstroke, Void, and Pagna. Remember that draft? Mm -hmm. you, you had to go for the throat. You had to. You had to go for the jugular very early and you did. And there was a moment <laughs> where you knew that you have to go to finish the game. And it was, it was a beautiful game. Right, right, but, but, but I would argue that still, still, mm -hmm. if Nygma doesn't play or yeah, if Nygma doesn't play their best in that game and we don't play our best in that game, we still will not understand much about the drafts and the theory of how the game, because yeah, going for the juggler, that is just playing really good and making as much damage to the enemy on every millisecond as possible. Um, and the enemy needs to try and respond to that. And if they have heroes, if they have tools, they need to apply them all the time because sometimes an early lead leads into then a very misleading game. Like that game is probably misleading because we did overly stomp them on every lane. Like it was going super well and we're crushing them. We're going left and right. The tier ones die almost right away. So we have even more room to move, like to, to hunt them down. But the lanes probably should have gone better which buys them minutes, which buys them a fight, which buys them some more time. Like Dota is a fluid game like that. And it, and it quickly, it became become a flood. Whereas, yeah, you just mess up a little bit in the early game and all depending on many things, like the theory can be completely off just because, or the execution can make the theory look off, but the theory is maybe spot on. Um, yeah. But yeah, Grimstroke versus Tidehunter. I don't know what you do. That was kind of the name of the game for the finals. <laughs> it's very tough if you lane that. I remember back then. Um, yeah, so I don't know. But hey, Dota always gets harder. Dota always gets better. Now people buy Helm of the Iron Will. I think that changed a lot, a lot of things too because back then if you got ruined on a lane and people didn't enable you to get like a good start, you just had no way of coming back. But now people help the guy get a Helm of Iron Will, get a Ring of Health, and it kind of makes... A lot of these things just useless, like the Grimstroke stuff. It doesn't work anymore. Uh, not not the same anyway. Um, yeah. Then my question would be, how confident were you on game four with the Ayo Gyro? And 
when did you hear him playing the picking up the oh my god the thing that steals the mana oh when yeah 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 they had the bristol chen you mean the uh yeah. enigma game four i mean honestly i i i had a really good read on the game i knew the game was super over i had not even a milli drop of sweat on me like mm -hmm. i i that, that game was so over i had there was no freaking way you know i also could feel it that my team was on point nobody was overly stressing out like um tensions were high i think naturally but i i i think everybody was extremely chill and very very well in control of 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 that situation even though they're sitting in front of tier three it didn't matter like the game is so over if you understand you know it's like if you show somebody a fight and you show them one second and he gets a headlock if you don't understand what a headlock might mean and you don't understand like the subtle stuff like it could mean that the fight is over if he gets a good headlock that's just it you know that millisecond he gets it and in dota that can be translated if you understand as a team as a unit that this fight can be won in many certain ways and in many certain positions and you also have to you know react and adapt to what the enemy does all the time but that's why you keep buying yourself more and more tools to succeed in more and more situations so it's all about that it's like the same thing in chess you the move is really good it's always there the move is always there and the move is always really good but it only becomes really real when you use it and it's the same in dora the moves are there but people have to kind of know them and see them and then do them or just feel them and do them i guess that's how some people go about it yeah did you knew that topias when building the fusion yeah no he was mentioning it and he was talking about it i think everybody had good room to talk in that game like good enough and he mentioned and he will burn the mana and we'll have long fights and this bristol won't deal any damage they have a chen boosting a bristol that has no mana it's like okay we can kill him it's a good item this game i mean it was for me it wasn't weird at all to buy diffu it made perfect sense you know i think it's really smart to always have, like to, to always have your mind on these things and that's why thompson is so fucking good too is he keeps his mind open and sharp you know i miss the ps i miss him me too yeah I, I think that look we have to i i make a promise to the fans that we are gonna do other special episodes where we review these and we go back with johan and sep and i we want to do something we're gonna tease it now you know that where we do analysis before the games and we do recasts after the games. And I know Seb has been already doing a little bit of testing, you know, by watching True Side and all that. And we don't want to be just harping the whole time on all oh, the glories of TIA8 and TI9, but it just means that we yes, can we talk about things. Well, we can't talk about other things. We cannot break the game right now how we see it. <laughs> so, because I'm not going to give the, the magic sauce or the magic potion to people. But I think that enough time has passed and the map is enough different, you know, that there are some things that we can finally talk about. I mean, you've done a lot of few things on the gamers class, you know, on gamers class, you, you have broken down the game. It's been mm -hmm. very, very nice mm -hmm. to watch it. Yeah, no, I mean, Dora is a complicated game. Definitely, you could write books and make guides about it for, for eons. If the patches keep coming. If the patches keep coming and they're not all the same. Okay, well, thank you so much. I hope that this episode, uh, there was a little bit of clusterfuck as well. <laughs> Works for everybody. Sorry that we couldn't give you the Kesu and, and the Queen, but we will try. We're trying to bring our NA friends here. I know Moon also wants to join the podcast, so we'll hopefully try to bring more nice. of the NA boys. Thank you so much, everybody, uh, for enjoying this episode, and we'll see you next week.
Vai, vai.